ready, Devil Hunters, because you've contracted the Podcast Devil, the only show that pulls your ripcord. Hello and welcome to the Podcast Devil. As always, I am your host, Chris Wolfhart, and with me as always are Anime, Danime, and Wea Bob Video Games from Gigaboots.com. Bob, it's a real tragedy that Dr. Agro was stricken down by the sniffling into the microphone is ruining our recordings, devil. Yeah, man, you just can't solve that sometimes. It's a small devil, but very powerful. <laughs> In my realm, yes. Psychologically terrorizing to the max. Have you seen The Shining? Kind of like that. God, I I'd imagine some freak with a tiny body and gigantic head with a gigantic nose. It might have been Curse's <laughs> Cowardly Good Dog. <laughs> oh, ugh. But we will carry on with episode 10 of Chainsaw Man, bruised and battered. Mm. We open in a hotel room. We instantly know it's Aki's because he has cigarettes in the hotel room. It was the 90s, so I guess it was fine. <laughs> uh, news report is covering the conflict at the, at the restaurant. Aki is lying in bed. Dingy and Power are sitting there waiting for him to wake up and just eating his fruit basket. Oh, I thought this place was a hospital. Yeah, this is a hospital. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Power notices Dingy is eating the apple and starts flipping her shit. <laughs> He's like, no, give me the apple. And Dingy says, you're a bitch-ass coward and bitch-ass cowards don't get apples. The insane, like, if you turn to dial for rampant children in a solemn setting up to 11, these two would still surpass that energy mm -hmm. as they fight over the apples in a we're sorry about everything you've been through basket. Yeah, they... Oh, <laughs> uh, so, you know, power doesn't even want apples like that's basically <laughs> it's not meat. There's no way that she actually cares. It's just Denji has it. Yeah. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. Aki is, is woken up and he's just staring at the ceiling with clinical depression. Then he just sits up. He's like, OK, they they fought enough. He asks if anybody survived and they're like, Kobini and the glasses guy, but the glasses guy quit. And then and you can like see his heart shatter. Yeah. Uh, and then Dingy's like, well, we got to go talk to Makima. Let's go, Powie. <laughs> what a good nickname. And and he's just like, uh, and, and then Power says, well, I just came to eat your fruit anyway, and then leaves. And Dingy's going to take his fucking fruit basket. He's like, well, I'll leave you one apple. Yeah, that's insane. You didn't take one. You left one out of like seven apples left. Oh, my God. <sighs> Aki's just kind of crushed with depression, and he reaches under the bed and grabs the sword and pulls it out and is like, how long do I have left to live? He's like, two years. Which is... <sighs> yeah, that's really not long. No wonder he doesn't care about smoking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like to us, the audience of normal people, he hears two years and it's like, oh, that's really short. But to him in the state he's in now, he might be like, that's way too long. Possible. He's pretty rough. He's like, that's not long enough because I still have to kill the gun devil. That's true. He does have killing to do. But he gets told about the two years and just instantly grabs the cigarettes. Uh, there's a cool transition of him flicking the lighter with him remembering Emino flicking the lighter. And then the cigarette falls out of his mouth and he starts to like melt and cry. PTSD is pretty cool. Dingy is standing outside. He's like, I wanted to go back in and get my manga, but I can't now. <laughs> Dingy has this really like great internal monologue about how. He understands why Aki is all torn up, but he isn't at all, and he doesn't really feel anything, and he doesn't think he would feel anything if anybody he knew died. And he's like, am I, am I broken? And he's like, 
I'll just stop thinking about that. We'll yeah. stop. That's a, that's that, a really good solution. Yeah, it was a really dingy move at the end of that. You, 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 <laughs> look, you got to drop the thing in the pool and find out how deep it goes. And that's <laughs> what he did. And it didn't make a sound. So he went, eh, I'm leaving. I was like, oh, no, uh-oh, is it because I'm part devil now, or is it just I've always been like this? Or is it because I'm 16 and not emotionally developed and kind of nonchalant and don't know what this feels like? Is it because I lived in a constant state of abuse for my entire life and have to have to be more concerned with myself to not die? And yet all of these questions are questions he decided were dumb and didn't need asking. <laughs> Further inspection, not necessary. Feel free well, to just 16. move on. Exactly. Exactly. Kasumi and Tendo show up to Aki's room. The two Scar people. Yeah. They're here to coach what's left of Division 4. And, <laughs> and, then, and then the opening happens. We hired managers for three empty chairs and this guy. <laughs> Makima is walking with power and dingy in that graveyard. Which I do think it's a nice setting detail. There's there's just this colossal graveyard. Yeah. Outside Tokyo, it's it's fucking enormous. It's got the nice rolling hills like a Windows XP wallpaper, but there's a lot of shots where the the headstones are CG, so it really has that energy. Yeah. You think of this is a graveyard just for Devil Hunters because they always come here for them, or is it just a mass grave in general? I assume just so many people get killed by devils that they just need this colossal graveyard. Yeah it's, yeah, it's definitely a sort of monument to the people lost to devils sort of thing. Which, when you think about it, would that empower the devils? Because that's not a fear of the thing the devil derives their power from. It's the fear of the devils. I mean, there's a graveyard devil, so I'm sure it's helping him out. Oh, fuck! <laughs> Makima explains that she wants to power up Division 4, so Dingy and Power need a teacher. The teacher is going to be that old guy who was Himino's mentor and may or may not be based visually on Clint Eastwood. We just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's pretty great, frankly. This episode, fantastic introduction, introduction to his core character. She tries to introduce him, but he interrupts her, and I don't think they managed to get his name out. I'm not sure we know it yet. No, we did not know it. He will be addressed as teacher. He asks Dingy and Power if they're sad their comrades died. They say no. He asks if they want revenge. They're like, no, that's boring. He's like, well, are you on the human side or the devil's side? And they both basically say, whichever one's better for us. <laughs> he says they get full points. And Power's like, Dingy, this man is insane. I'm scared. <laughs> uh, and then he says, uh, Makima, get, get the hell out because I'm going to start right now. So he like saunters up to them he's obviously drunk he like throws his arms over their shoulders like he's hugging them both from the front he's like i'm from division one and uh, i love when people call me teacher so that's what you're gonna do i love booze women and killing devils and then he snaps both of their necks he's very good at this he's absolutely delightful in this role of man who likes three things <laughs> drinking women and killing and he just drops their body and is like well you can't die, so have some blood so you can get back on your feet. Makima asked him to train him, and he so he and he's basically says, Dingy, you're supposed to be strong, so stop getting your ass kicked constantly. We're going to fix that. Yeah, I, I really like the fact his training regimen is very similar to the movie Dodgeball of you if you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. There's no. there's, there's some really <laughs> strong wisdom in his I'm gonna keep killing you until you're too smart to die or too good to die. Yeah, that's basically what he says. He says, uh, I was mainlining turpentine trying to figure out how to train you. 
uh, <laughs> and I came up with, I'm the strongest devil hunter, so if I kill you over and over and over until I can't kill you anymore, you'll be the strongest. That's how houses work, right? You reinforce them by just breaking them down. <laughs> Power and Dingy, like, I think his brain is diseased. <laughs> and they're like, well, we can't, we can't just kill him because we'll get in trouble. So they both pull out, like, ball-peen hammers made of Power's blood. Uh, and he murders them both really brutally with, a, like, a kitchen knife. It's so good. He stabs Denji, like, three times around his heart. He basically severs all the major arteries and then shoves the knife up through his chin and into his brain. It shows the extent of how much they can literally just kill Denji and he's fine. Yeah. I mean, he does say that line of like, she's, you know, not really immortal, but he totally is. He says yeah. this at one point yeah. in the episode. I'm like, ooh. He's like, Denji is immortal and power is almost immortal. Uh, he gives the really typical, I always used to break my toys, but now I have toys I can't break. And he's like, I'm going to make you both into serious badasses. I love this man so much. Uh, you know, I was like, man, he's he's writing a large check. Can he cash it? And throughout the episode, I go, oh, he definitely. He is strong enough where that line, I believe him 100%. That he has been waiting his whole life for toys that don't break. Yes, he is their Superman for this. Franchise. Yes. <laughs> uh we cut back to Aki in the hotel room. Uh, Aki tries to do the pawn thing, but it doesn't work. And they're like, you pissed off the fox devil, so it won't show up anymore. They basically say, we're going to take you to make a contract with a stronger devil. And if you can't, you're fired. And are you, are you sure you want to keep going? And then he makes like the really dead eyes. And it's like, of course, I'm going to keep going. I got killing to do. It's like, what else would I do, man? <laughs> and then he just looks at the camera and it looks like the, the tails got trolled face. <laughs> yeah. Uh during during this like the guy, I forget which one's which, but the guy keeps trying to negotiate the apple into his possession. It's like I really want that apple. <laughs> Knowing that Japanese apples like that that are in that that sort of packaging everything are pretty darn expensive, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I've seen videos maybe from certain popular Japanese YouTubers where they show really expensive apples and that cool wrapping. I don't know if these are those. Yeah, it's unclear if they're that I mean, high. They put end. seven of them in a basket. I feel like there's no way. Mhm. Mm I don't even know if that cottage industry existed in the 90s. Oh, huh. cuz we do put fruit in that sort of wrapper yeah, in the states. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh very specifically higher end fruit. Mm -hmm. So who knows? Who knows? They yuck it up a little bit about it. Man, everybody in this division is crazy. And then they leave and <laughs> someone comes. Your phrasing makes it sound like they said it and then a, a laugh track kicked in. <laughs> that, th they basically did a laugh track themselves. This is a Lumalin film. A bunch of people just died and then somebody's like, man, you're all insane. Laugh track. Yeah, th those two are super casual about it because, you know, I guess everyone in this industry is dead on the inside. Yeah. yeah. Or, or just dead. Yes. Those are the two choices. Someone comes to visit Aki and makes him freak out, and we don't get to see her. She just walks in, and he looks all shocked, and they cut away. Uh, we cut back to the graveyard, and Dingy and Power spent all day getting fucking annihilated, because it's nighttime now. The guy, <laughs> who still has not been introduced, says, That was pretty good. I'll show up at your house tomorrow, and we can keep going. Dingy falls over and seems to literally have brain damage. And yeah. Power, like, <laughs> climbs on top of him and starts beating his face, like, swinging her fist down, yelling, heal, heal, heal. 
I don't know. Sometimes this is me after editing all the podcasts and <laughs> doing a crunch. I don't know. Look, you stream for 20 and a half hours and that's the way your brain feels. So in that moment, I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's totally, he's been killed 20 times today. <laughs> uh, yeah, he wakes up and they talk about how he was killed 20 times and then they will have to walk home. Yeah, how that was even an absolute low estimate because Power's like, I was dead most of the time you were dead, so I don't know. So she's just guessing. <laughs> like, he was only killed once while I was under, probably. They commiserate about how this sucks. Power says, listen, all we have to do to win is become smart because his brain is addled by spirit. <laughs> she's like, listen, Beavis. <laughs> That is kind of how it is. And they're like, yeah, this is great. We're going to be so smart and own him. We're going to be smart. I'm going to wear glasses. It's going to be great. <laughs> yes. The, the, the next day he comes to their door and they're both wearing glasses to seem smarter. Uh, when, he gets, when he gets to the door, Power throws a lance through the door, but he dodges it. And she also set a lance trap up above him on the apartment building floor above him, full of bottles of blood to shoot spears down through the fucking walkway. But he dodges those too. But you know, a for effort. <laughs> this <laughs> is almost a, smart. Is a yeah. pretty good trap. Yeah. <laughs> then Dingy attacks from behind, and he just gets ki roundhouse kicked so hard his neck snaps again. I guess. Uh, and then, uh, and the guy says, "Huh, you guys did better than I thought. That's it for today. I'm gonna go get drunk," and starts to walk off. And then as Dingy is pulling himself up, he turns around and throws a knife through Dingy's head and is like, by the way, don't listen to anything I say. I'll, I will never <laughs> tell the truth to you. Yeah, probably shouldn't listen to the hunter. Then he just leaves and like, Jesus, what an unhinged person. I love this guy. Yeah, and I love that his excuse like where he was going was 100% believable. Of course. <laughs> well, I assume after that, he just went and did that. Right? <laughs> just one more for the road. Aki and the two scars are on like the Evangelion elevator. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're they're going down to where they keep devils, which I guess is in fucking Silent Hill. <laughs> yes, that makes sense. You know, I thought with the way devils work, you would maybe want this place to be a little bit less relentlessly terrifying. Yeah. The scars try to make small talk with Aki and he's just like, no, no. And then they, they managed to get who visited him out of him. It was uh, Himino's younger sister and she gave him a letter uh, and we get a flashback, and it's apparently every letter she sent home, and the only thing that we really get out of this is Aki knows that she was trying to get him to quit. So now he feels even more guilty. Certainly Great. this will be a wake-up call so he can reevaluate his priorities and just de-escalate everything, maybe get out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they get to room 108 in the devil storage. It's the future devil. <laughs> Two people already have contracts with it. One got it for exchange for their eyes hearing and sense of taste god i like how these devils literally work on the uh, dororo rules they yes. can take just vague parts of your body right like your ability to see in color organs mm -hmm. yeah and then the other one gave up half their life yeah uh, Aki probably won't be able to do that because he doesn't have very much. Hey, oh, yeah, maybe I'll give he's you gonna, one year. <laughs> he's like, maybe he can con them. They don't know. Maybe you can just that be is like, what they say. They say like, maybe you'll get a bargain. Maybe it'll like you. Just be like, hey, you can have half, and the, the devil's like, deal, and he's like, ha. <laughs> Owned. <laughs> I'd like to return this gift card. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> the code's already scratched off. Okay, I want to know if something is my damage specifically. Okay. 
this room made me think of the place where Naruto goes when he talks to oh the the, fo uh, the fox demon he has inside himself. Oh my god. It is pretty close to that, but that's hardly an original thing, but I also I, I very much see where you, you're coming from. And th that double stacks with earlier when Aki did the thing that the Hokage did to Orochimaru and, and sealed him with the curse that killed himself. <laughs> it looked very similar. It, it did it did have very similar energy to that. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but it's, it's just this giant eye in the darkness and it looks at him really intensely. And uh, then the episode ends and we get to see the opening for the, I mean, we get to see the ending for the first time, which is weird to do it this late, but. Yeah. It was interesting. They're like drawing animated assets from the show on top of live footage that they've processed heavily. Yeah. It's a little budget compared to, you know, what you might expect. Right, but it really drives home Denchi being a dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just hammers in on that. It's, it's like, we get, we get that. You get Aki there, the, there's the, the two dogs, and you're like, yeah, that's Denji power. <laughs> we got our segments here, but uh, first, I got to tell you how you can support this show. You can support this show. Uh -huh. By going to our Patreon oh. at patreon.com slash gbpodcasts. For as little as $5 a month, you get many benefits and help us ward off the financial insecurity devil. <laughs> He's bigger every month. <laughs> and you get benefits such as early access to our two other anime review podcasts, Chugging Bleach, where we review all of Bleach and Pokemon Go to the movies. Uh, where we review every Pokemon movie one a month. Yes, we're even going to do the really bad looking CG version of the Mewtwo movie that they made when they ran out of ideas. <laughs> you also get little bonuses related to other shows here and there when we cut something or just don't think it's good enough to go out for everybody. And a patron-exclusive show one a month where you get to vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about. This month, it's really bad Netflix and Hallmark Christmas movies. We have some bombs in there this month. Yeah. So, and if uh, you're at least a five dollar patron, you will get that show and a commentary track for that hideous, hideous thing. That's <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/gbpodcast. And if you don't have any money, always helps us immensely to tell your friends about this show. Uh, rate us on your favorite podcast app, or and like this video right now. Please do. Do it right now. Thanks. Uh, and if for, for whatever reason you're not subscribed to the Gigaboots channel, just go ahead and do that. Yeah. Yeah, we have a lot of podcasts over on the YouTube channel. Uh, we have a lot of podcasts on the other RSS feed. We make a lot of podcasts. Bob, did you know we make a lot of podcasts? Yes. Okay. Now that that's done, it's time for the dingy moment of the week. Dingy moment of the week. Dan, what's the dingy moment of the week? That moment where he sits there and he thinks to himself, would I be sad? Is something wrong with me? Has my heart gone as I turned to the... I don't need to think about this. This is too heavy. Let's go. <laughs> it's very Denji core. He realized that would that would hold him down. That would that would be baggage. He needs to let go of that and just not think inward at all. Yeah. Bob, what's the dingy moment of the week? I'm going to go with when him and Power are discussing that they need to become smart shonen manga protagonists. And that's how they're going to win. Oh yeah, I forgot about the line where he's like, I always thought about fighting as one of those smart manga characters. Yes. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's just like in his head, he's Jotaro. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> Jesus. I guess my dingy moment of the week would have to be, uh, I have to assume the decision to wear glasses came from him. Yes. <laughs> Probably. 
So I just assume it's like, no, it'll be this will this will make us smart. <laughs> it's enough. We're smart now. Look at us being smart. I like power when she says, I've already come up with 100 plans. I'm like, <laughs> okay, power, sure. Just power is definitely that person that tells you, oh, yeah, I've prepared. I, I've done so many things. I just haven't told you all the things I've done because I've done them. And, you know, there's so many smart things that I'm so excited to do that I've definitely planned for. <laughs> yeah, Dingy was really like, power, you're such a dumbass. We have to wear glasses if we're going to be smart. <laughs> She's like, okay. <laughs> God. Why is Denji and Power's forehead so huge this episode? That's very strange. <laughs> please, please, if you're out there and can draw Beavis butthead style, <laughs> do it. It's too fitting. Yeah, I'm surprised there isn't more of that already. <laughs> right? So uh, what did we think of this episode? Dan, you can start. I thought this was great. This is a fantastic introduction to that old man. Uh... I love him so freaking much. Uh, so many characters have tried to deliver lines like that whole, I always wish for toys that were too strong to break. And it's just like, come on now. You just think you're cool. This guy, no, he is cool. That that stabbing every major artery <laughs> in fucking uh, Denji's heart and then shoving a knife through his brain is so over the top, insanely strong. It's I love I love his stuff so much. Uh, Aki, Aki's making me sad this episode, and you know, making you feel means something is powerful. So I'm gonna say this is a pretty great episode. Bob, yeah, I really like the way they portrayed all that stuff with Aki, like him seeing Himano uh, when lighting the cigarette, his reaction to reading that letter. All of that was really well done. And then all the teacher stuff is great. Like that's, it's so neat to be able to bounce between these two things. They're entirely tonally different and it totally works. Yeah. I really liked this episode and I'm really excited to see what the future devil is going to actually look like. Yeah. What is, how is the future devil going to hurt things? Are they just going to age and super fast forward? Yeah. I just don't know. It could be anything. It could be anything. It could be anything. Maybe maybe <laughs> the future devil turns people into NFTs. Uh, maybe it'll just give him a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I heard these are really effective. Thank you, future devil. No ramifications here. The future devil works on Bill and Ted rules. <laughs> okay, Aki, all you have to do is think, I need to leave an AK-47 in these bushes. <laughs> Oh my god, if the future devil just likes him cheat. <laughs> I feel like that would be the past devil. That's well, I don't uh well, it needs to be something that hasn't happened yet that will change the events. Mm. Yeah. This is complicated. Where's the Bill and Ted devil? <laughs> god. I don't know if one of those exists. <laughs> that is that would be the unbuckling the belt. This is this is when the the series is just gonna let its gut out and start doing absolute shonen tear shit. Well, that's it. Goodbye. Oh no, the ending devil. <laughs> <laughs>